0: This is GKW. Welcome to another edition of Good Karma Wrestling. I'm Gabe Neitzel from ESPN Milwaukee. With me, as always, from ESPN West Palm, Brian Rowitz, and you can catch him on ESPN 1000 in Chicago. He is Jonathan Hood. New face or same face, new place. In terms of Adam Copeland, who made his debut for AEW this past weekend at Wrestle Dream, something that was telegraphed by who was in the main events. You know, I I think we all kind of figured that we would see him. And sure enough, we saw Adam Copeland come out, make the save of Sting, save him from a concerto. Then we see him come out, have his best friend tell him, bleep you. Uh, And he also, you know, had a bit of a manifesto and and some of the different names that he wants to wrestle. So our question today, where we lead off with Adam Copeland now in AEW, who do you want to see the artist formerly known as Edge take on in the Squared circle?
1: I would normally go immediately to Brian Danielson to the top, right? Yep. But but I'll change the answer and say Kenny Omega. Mm, because yep. there's so much Canadian influence in AEW right now, guys, <laughs> that I think that Edge does want to test himself. As you well know, but, or our first-time listeners, I'm a huge Edge fan. I think when when WWE needed to have some cool, I thought that Edge and Christian brought some cool to the table. Like. Post-Hogan, post-Warrior, post-Brett and Shawn, you needed something. I thought that Edge was cool. I'm, I'm always going to be an Edge fan. So now I'm seeing Adam Copeland in this situation. He's got this long list of people he wants to face. I'm looking forward to it because it's a different style. It's not the soft WWE style. This is a hard, somewhat New Japan, AEW kind of style. I want to see how Copeland can be able to manage. So, bro, it's, I'm gonna, I usually would go Danielson. I'm sure he'd be ready for the test. But I'm really interested in Kenny Omega against Copeland to see what that looks like.
2: Yeah, I mean, he mentioned when he was retired, like it was Okada versus Kenny. It's like, oh, this is fun. Like, I like wrestling again. Like, he had stopped watching, and Kenny's got him back. They met for the first time on Sunday. I agree. It's going to be interesting seeing him work a different style because he's not one of those guys that's making the move to AEW that we've seen on the indies work that style before. This is going to be brand new for him. I, though... There's something to the nostalgia. I want to see him and Christian versus FTR or the Bucks. Like, I want that back. I want to see those two being those two. Like, I want flash photography. I want offbeat shenanigans. Like, I want to see those two in action as a tag team, but actually working tag team wrestling, which WWE is just sort of like, oh, yeah, you can do that also.
0: I think we do get that eventually, especially because of his relationship. You know, when he was on WWE television in his feud with Seth Rollins, he used the actual names of Dax Hardwood. And, you know, so he uses the real names of the FTR guys and and Cash Wheeler, I think, David, and I'm I'm forgetting what their their real names are. But he used, you know, he's tight with those guys. I'm guessing we get eventually an Edge and Christian versus FTR. Obviously, we've got a ways to go. Right. You know, yeah. since Christian decided and on to, that
2: note, there is a video going around social media. FTR like right behind the curtain as soon as went back, they're there to embrace him. They were the first guys to greet him on Sunday.
0: Yeah. So I I, I agree. I've got Omega on the list. I've got Brian Danielson on the list. I've got Mox on the list. I've got Jay White on the list. Because I yeah. think Jay White, you know, is he is quickly ascending to the top of the ladder in AEW and very well could be. Now I, we've. I think everybody's got questions about whether or not MJF is actually going already under contract right. for 2024 and beyond in AEW. Um, but Jay White could be walking out of Los Angeles in a month and a half as the AEW champion. I think Jay White is on that list. Hell, I want to see Orange Cassidy. Let's see the modern day Ricky Steamboat go up against Edge <laughs> on a Wednesday night just for shits and giggles.
1: Yeah, I, I'm just I'm excited because you could tell. From the promo that we saw on Wednesday night, that just the way he was smiling and just like, boy, people are calling, you know, chanting Adam. He's never had that in his career. Right. Remember before Edge, he's Sexton Hardcastle. No one, everyone's chanting Sexton, Sexton. That's weird. weird. But nonetheless, like no one chanted his real name. And so I just think he had some goosebumps because it feels new and different. Yeah, he could have easily retired and said, you know what, I'm almost always, always going to be a WWE guy. But he wanted to test himself. And he feels like he has a neat, at least another couple of years left. And so I think we can see these classics. Okay, one thing about Edge, it's, it's one thing to say, okay, Radar superstar and very great with the mic. But we've seen him have some bangers over the years. Now he has no, no choice but every week giving you something quality because there's no three or four minute match in AEW. You got to work in AEW, and I think he's ready for the challenge.
2: And that's the thing; like, there really is no one that he's worked with on that roster. You're like, oh, we could see that again. Like, he missed everyone because there's retirement, and then AEW starting. He told SI, he's like, I've never worked in Japan. Like, how about Okada at Wrestle Kingdom? Like, just throwing that stuff out there. Like, the possibilities are literally endless for this guy, and it's exciting to see him get the opportunity.
0: I mean, we asked the question not that long ago: Who's done more jobs, Edge or Sting? Like. (laughs) All right, let's see Edge versus Sting. Why not? Yeah. You know, let's let's have sure. that be a part of the Sting route. And with him being f- a full-time member of the roster, and, you know, you start reading some different things of how they're kind of looking at him as almost a replacement from for CM Punk, not, oh, Saturday's going to be the Adam Copeland show, but, no. I mean, CM Punk had... Influence backstage. Mm -hmm. You know, they were looking for CM Punk because we find out he had the two different contracts, right? He had two different contracts with AEW. So I think he's one of those, another one of those veterans that comes into AEW and automatically has been lifted. And he can help continue to grow the company to put on great shows like we saw last night, for those who could see it, um, in AEW and Dynamite. Like I, I think the influence of him, the influence of Brian Danielson backstage. Like we need John Moxley on commentary more. Like if you ask me, <laughs> that's a biased opinion. Oh, you're out on, mocks? Wait, you're out on Mox? Wait, you're out on Mox on commentary? The swear jar? Uh,
1: I think that he grew on commentary by himself. There's three other guys with him. I thought maybe he might want to mix those guys in with him. Maybe the <laughs> play-by-play guy. I just know Gabe as a play-by-play guy, like I am. Yeah, the color analyst is just jumping all over you the entire time. If yeah, you can't get a word in. You'd be pissed, and I'd be pissed too. <laughs> that's
0: fair. Uh, okay, very fair. But when he when he threw off his headset and then just told, yeah. my, he just hey bleep that guy, bleep him <laughs> up, like you know, like I mean that's he's entertaining. That's headset off. That makes yeah. it okay.
1: That, that's, <laughs> that's amazing. It
0: was, it was all entertaining. It was fantastic. It but was back, entertaining. Um, back to to Adam Copeland AEW like he's. He, He comes in and he, again, I I look at him as a replacement for CM Punk in terms of what he can do backstage. I don't think he's the draw that Punk was like, you're not going to go to Toronto and sell 19,000 seats the way that Punk did at the United Center in Chicago, and then pop the number that they did on a Friday night dynamite. But I think in terms of backstage and the influence that he can have and the knowledge that he has and the knowledge he is willing to share, like he is going to just continue to lift this company to get them. Where kind of to the next steps that they want to take. Well, I think to
2: that point, like he is going to be a guy held in high regard in that locker room. Cause a lot of these guys grew up watching edge, but also he's not going to be at a press conference ripping Tony Khan. Like he's not going to fight anyone no. yes. in the locker room. Like no. he's going to be a positive impact and that's a win for AEW.
1: Depending on how it's built, I'll push back on that Toronto comment that you made there. Like edge is still a draw now, like depending on where it is on the card, it's his hometown you know, Toronto is one of the best wrestling cities in the world. So let's just see how they build it. I, I just think this whole um, Adam Copeland edge thing is interesting because it goes, guys, to the question about, like, what if, right? Sure. That the WWE lifers like Randy Orton, if, if healthy, right? We always wondered, what would that be like, Randy? I mean, you came through Ohio Valley. You've been in the WWE system all this time. How would those five moves or more work in AEW or John Cena or Roman Reigns? These all these, WWE lifers. I'm just wondering what that. So now with Edge, even though he's toward the end of his career, and he is, even though, again, mm-hmm. I love him, it, it makes you wonder about those longtime WWE guys if they were in New Japan, a Miz on the AEW roster. Well, someone would have to be on Rampage, so Miz would fit in well <laughs> with AEW. But they just, well, it just John me- Morrison is, so they'd be great together. Sure. I, I, I just always wonder what that would be like. And now we get a little taste of it with Copeland being in AEW.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, such, it's a huge signing because he was a WWE lifer. Like, the other people that they sign, you know, like Brian Danielson, like, they can go back and, oh, he's got a history in ROH, which they now own. Like, John Moxley, before he was Dean Ambrose, had a little bit of a history on the independent circuit as John Moxley. Like, some of the other big names they've signed, again, same thing with CM Punk, a lot of the big names that they've signed that have a WWE pasts also had pasts that went beyond that. Whereas I think this this kind of feels like the first one that this was a WWE lifer that you just brought over, right. and I think that's I think that's a pretty big significant you know move for AEW. And while it hurts certainly, you know to 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 lose some of the people that you've lost in in you know Cody Rhodes losing him, you know I, I think that this kind of evens it up a little bit in terms of making that oh. This, this is going to signal to some of those WWE lifers that if they get to the end of their deal and they're like, okay, there's not much left for me here where Edge was, it's not bad to jump over to AEW because Edge holds no ill will to WWE. He's just like, oh, there's nothing left for me here. Let's go test myself. Let's go try some other things. And he can be that bridge between WWE and AEW the way that Cody's that bridge between AEW and WWE.
2: Well, we've talked a lot on this show. Like, we've talked about Sting and the way they keep him special. Like, you only see him every once in a while. He sort of hit. We've talked about CM Punk and the way they almost overused him. Mm-hmm. Which path would you rather see Edge go down? We see him Tuesday in the ring against Luchasaurus. Do you want to see him wrestling every week or just, you know, every few months?
1: See, the, for me, I always think of the every other week pattern in that okay. it's like wrestle one week, be on promos the next week. The next week, set up a matchup. The following week, get in the ring. That just keeps someone fresh where it's like, I want to see this person. Okay, you can see this person every week, but not in the ring every week. Right. And that was the problem with Punk. Punk insisted, as I find out now, Punk insisted to be on the on the air as much as possible when he really should have been kept special. It's the equivalent of saying if Sting at his age be like, you know what, I'm feeling good. I want to be in a tag team match every week. Well, he'd be broken by now. Right. You yeah. keep him special, right? You put, it, put him under glass because he's that good. I want to talk to you about your point, bro. It's regarding... Um, uh, regarding the reunion of Edge and Christian. Okay, so I, when I saw those two in the ring, I didn't see Edge and Christian. I saw two different characters, which is sure. a hats off to AEW. Yes. Christian is so different now. He's different than TNA Christian Cage, I mean, because he was a baby face in TNA. And so in WWE, we know what kind of the character that he was, but he's so buttoned up now. Like one of the, the most raging heels in AEW right now has got the title. He tells his one of his best friends to go F himself in front of everybody in Stockton. And it's kind of like, I saw Edge and Christian, but they, it seemed like, gave to me, two different people. It will take a while for Christian yeah. to come back to be a babyface with Edge for them to come together. Because the way Christian is now, he's so far away from being a babyface, it'd be hard for me to see him as a babyface in, in the next six months.
0: Yeah, and I just, I can't imagine Adam Copeland as a heel. Correct. Right. like yeah. I, I just I, I I, can't I can't see it. He's too he's too giddy and happy about everything going on in the endless possibilities in front of him. Like even if Tony Khan went, hey, this is the best thing for business. We need you to turn heel. And he goes, yep, I'm going to turn heel. He's going to go out there with that grin every week after his song hits. And he's going to you know, he's just going to be excited. Like it's so. It, it, so on the opposite end of the spectrum, like I don't see Adam Copeland joining forces. Also, he doesn't need a father figure. So he's not going to be joining forces with Christian Cage anytime soon either. I mean, I think we're, it's been telegraphed, but it's pretty obvious to me we're going to see Adam Copeland versus Christian Cage for the TNT title in a month and a half, right? Sure. And that'll be great. But
2: is there something to, and to your point, Hood, like those two in the ring last night— There was no genetti, like Christian has sort of been the genetti of that duo. (laughs) Right. That wasn't the case last night.
1: (laughs) That's very good. Very good.
2: (laughs) But is there a way you do it where like Lucha and Nick Wayne turn on Christian and they don't need Christian anymore? Edge makes the save, like, and let those two be Edge and Christian. Like it could be months down the line. But those two as a tag team, like I want to see them get a legit run one more time, and unfortunately, I do know that means we have to see them versus the Hardys again, which I don't think we need, but we will probably see that for the cheap pop and the ticket sales. Oh, I like I mean, this.
0: If, I, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was about to say if if the Hardys are involved, you know, the Dudleys aren't far behind. That is fair. Yes.
1: <laughs> fine. <laughs> That's fine. I guess. I think that in a, a deep dark winter on this show, we should be able to start listing the tag teams that did not have a genetti, right? And so <laughs> Andy Christian, no genetti. A hawk and animal, no genetti. Uh-huh. Right? We gotta keep going on a, on a nice little <laughs> list here of those that held up their end, right? Right. Yeah. What a great what a great point. Like Andy <laughs> Christian were so good together. Even as singles, they held up their end. There is no w- one lesser than the other. That's that's totally true. Are Jimmy and Jay there right now? Same.
0: Yeah, Are they same? Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. Jimmy, Jimmy's trending yeah. toward Genetti.
1: <laughs> no. What? Oh, no. no. <laughs> his you, brother you... His brother got the nickname of main event Jay Uso. <laughs> and that's over with you. But the other guy can wrestle too now. Hold on a second now. Well, not... I mean, Marty could still wrestle. It didn't yeah. mean he got over. No, no, that's not fair now. Come on now. The Usos, <laughs> fine tag team, on the same level, not one over the other. That's not right. Now, you want to do that with the Jacksons? You want to do that with the Young Bucks? Who's Janetti there?
0: Uh, Nick, I lean, yeah, I lean towards Nick, yeah, oh. I lean towards Nick. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, no, you know, but, those are like Taylor Swift fans. You don't want the Bucks, fans. <laughs> you want to do that? Go ahead, but you're the one who asked the question, we're just yeah. answering honestly. Ooh. that's a, I mean, Nick Jackson against Phoenix was fantastic. Did we not see yeah. that? Oh, it was like tremendous, it was good, yeah, yeah, okay. Well, I mean.
0: We, we've, I mean, anytime, anytime you take a Jackson versus a Lucha Brother, it's yes. going to be fantastic because the four of them just have chemistry that is really tough to match for a lot of different people. I mean, Actually, every. I mean, they Lucha Brothers versus Young Bucks, and I, I say this as somebody who gets tired of the Bucks from time to time, but if you put up the Bucks versus Lucha Bros on every other pay-per-view, I'm not complaining because I know it's just <laughs> going to be the best match on the card.
1: You know what, Gabe? I I don't know which is the lesser young buck. I'm just, I'm being honest. Like, yeah, well, Nick because, was
0: fantastic, he was great oh, last night. Exactly. Like I I lean towards Nick, but I mean they haven't really done much right. singles wise. Mm-hmm. You know, like so. I mean, I, it's hard to separate them because usually they're either the tag team or they're a part of the trios. Whether it's with Hangman, whether it's with Kenny. So like they have been. A, a package deal, no matter what. Like, they just haven't done enough singles stuff, I think, to even have a. But again, if I had to choose, <laughs> Nick would be the choice. Oh, boy. <laughs> RIP
1: to our mentions GKW <laughs> Wrestling. We're going to get a hammer now. And, 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 Bruce, do you know? Like, I, I don't know which is a, because, no. Gabe is right. I have not seen these guys in singles action only in AEW. I have no idea whether or not they can, is one better than the other.
2: No, they are too comparable. Like, yes, if I had to lean one, I agree. It's probably Nick. But, like, they're too comparable to have to say definitively, like, oh, yeah, this one's a star of those two.
1: That's the one thing you think about with the Jacksons, though, right? You're like, hmm, if one of them wanted to be a single, who could go for the TNT championship for real? Who could actually? And they're both entertaining. They're annoying. Yeah. But they're very entertaining. Uh But hey, they're
2: the number one contenders for the tag titles again. Oh, that was necessary. Again. Yeah. Again.
1: Yeah. Poor butcher of the blade. Can't get open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the
2: way, a couple options in the chat to who we want to see Edge face. James says Jay White, Joe, and Mox.
0: Sure. Especially whiskey, this, you know, especially cool, especially cool yeah. Samoa Joe <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> with his uh, with his whiskey and cigar. Oh, uh, that got over with me, pal. Oh my God, whiskey and cigar, Joe. God. you nice, know, so comfortable. God, uh, nice all he cigar. was missing
0: was that AEW World yeah. Championship next uh, to him as he's just like lounging there. Uh, uh, what that made hurt. me
1: happy.
2: Uh, Tater throws an Alistair Black, which Alistair Black and anything, and I'm good to go.
0: Sure, yeah. Where's is he, is he? Is he hurt? Where's he been?
2: I think. I mean, they drop the trios titles and they just go away. I mean,
0: well, but they, at least they've had a presence, and enjoy, because yeah. um, with with Julia and I think she's taking some time off because she's getting married and then a subsequent honeymoon. Aww. But at least um, at least she's had the um, you know the presence to kind of keep the house of black going. But we haven't seen Buddy and we haven't seen Alistair since they've dropped those trios titles.
1: You know what? If you book it right, you play your cards right. Julia could be the new mommy. Ah. Uh. <laughs> I'm just saying like you because you're right, she's holding up that whole group now because yes, she's yes. been great in singles. I'm just saying like if you play your cards right and you really book it well and put the push them in the to the middle to the top of the card, that, that could be the new mommy right there' well, she's, she's she's fantastic in this new I'm, role. I was disappointed
0: that she lost because I thought it made more sense storyline-wise for her to win, like the way that they've been pushing her. And then when I found out that she was getting married and going to be gone for a while, then I'm like, oh, okay. I guess that makes sense that she didn't win and they didn't want the TBS title off of television. Uh, But that is the biggest news of the week, of course. Adam Copeland in AEW. But what are some of the other top stories in the world of professional wrestling? We call it the three count here on GKW. Brian, what do we have this week at number one?
2: Due to Major League Baseball, Dynamite next week will be on Tuesday night. And as you know, Tuesday night is NXT night. And, well, it was announced this week, NXT next week. Sheer coincidence, I'm sure. But it will feature John Cena, Paul Heyman, Cody Rhodes, and Asuka all set to appear on Tuesday night. So we try to avoid it, but there will be no avoiding it next week. <sighs> Who wins the rating battle, NXT or Dynamite on Tuesday?
0: Uh, so Tuesday night Raw or... AW <laughs> title Tuesday, yeah. Um, it, look, clearly it's going to be WWE, and let's start with this first. Um, because of as of right now, and I'm one of those people, and fortunately I, I had some time where I could go back and just watch on TBS.com today, but I'm one of the people, I, I'm a Spectrum subscriber, and when I hit record on my, you know, it's recording every Wednesday night, and for whatever reason, somehow on Spectrum and DirecTV, things got messed up. So I'm in the central time zone. So I had the 3 to 5 p.m. two-hour slot, four episodes on my DVR when I went back to watch AEW today of The Big Bang Theory. Now, I had zero interest in watching back-to-back-to-back-to-back to back to back to back episodes of the Big Bang Theory. So I was Bazinga. looking at that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but apparently it's it's set up like this already for next week, next Tuesday, yeah. titled Tuesday, on the same carriers. It's also scheduled to start at 4 Eastern, 3 p.m. Central. I don't know, how, how does AEW not fix this? Because if they don't, like, you're just shooting yourselves in the foot because I'm sure they're in... Again, the internet wrestling community wants everyone to believe that either you're a WWE fan or an AEW fan. and brr. But I'm sure there are plenty of people who want to watch both. And you want to have people be able to DVR your products and have the right things show up on Spectrum and TV, who are two pretty big carriers across the country.
2: And the, that does impact the rating because uh, Meltzer pointed out last night, if you watch within 24 hours, it counts the number. So last night or this week, NXT got the win, 857 to 800, because Dynamite lost viewers last night because they were watching Big Bang Theory instead.
1: Yeah, that's that's brutal. If nothing else, it could have been a tie. But, I mean, right. listen, so I, I liked. this is what a wrestling war really is. Yes. Triple H will just be like, Yo, congratulations, you beat our developmental. Yeah. You know, it's always <laughs> that, right? That BS. And so, but this is what a wrestling rivalry really is. The idea that you just can't win with your own talent, you gotta keep bringing people from the main roster. Why do you wanna do that? Why do you wanna beat AEW? Because they're a different product. I thought you were bigger than that. They're not bigger than that. I wanna make nope. sure it's very clear. I make sure it's very clear, wrestling fans. The WWE is not the bigger person. The idea that you see AEW, they're competition, but they're different. They're, they're a different company. You're the mighty WWE. You just win with your developmental kids. A sprinkle a little Baron Corbin in. You should be able to win, right? No, no, no. They want to win on Tuesdays. That And, and so when Triple H says, it's just a little pissy in company, yeah. He's lying. He's lying because all it is is trying to undermine and push down uh, AEW. AEW is going to be competitive. As long as they don't have the continuing um, technical problems that they have with their audio And if they can get the spectrum thing straightened out, it will be interesting. I think it's going to be closer than the people think. I really do.
2: The Dynamite card, by the way, as of now, Brian Daniels in for swerve, number one contender for the TNT title. Ray Phoenix defends the international title against returning Mox. Soraya defends the women's title against Sheeta. Hobbs versus Jericho. And Adam Copeland's first match versus Luchasaurus.
1: That'll be the main, I'm sure, right? Copeland? I think so. I
0: would think so. International title probably leads off because the international title like right. always leads off every <laughs> every show. Um, mm-hmm. You know, shout out to Orange Cassidy. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it, that's a great card that they put together. Yeah. And outside of. I mean, is John Cena cutting a promo going to be big enough to... I mean, it might be because he's John Cena. Like, he is still one of the biggest stars in professional wrestling. But I'm I'm with you, Hood. If if they figure out their thing with Spectrum and DirecTV, I think next Tuesday is going to be very close. See, that's the thing, though. Like, I think when it comes
2: to Dynamite, like, that's one hell of a Dynamite. It's a pay-per-view quality card that is great for AEW with audience and AEW wrestling fans and wrestling fans in general. Like, we want to see those matches. Are you drawing in anyone new, though, like from yeah. that card?
1: See, see, I, I agree with Gabe that I think that NXT will win. I think the, the reason why is because, as wrestling fans, we're a creature of habit. Sure. And I, just, and I think there's some people that's going to be looking for Dynamite on Wednesday and like, what the hell happened? That don't right. DVR and don't realize, hey, they're on Tuesdays. When you move What are the Minnesota to- Twins doing on my television? Right. <laughs> exactly. What's with the towel? What's with that? I don't understand. <laughs> Where's my wrestling? Right. I mean, that's what it comes. So we're creatures of habit when it comes to that. And so I think that people will miss Dynamite on Tuesday. Like, where's my Wednesday? Because when you move the day in time, that brings the audience down. And but sure. again, my overarching point of this is why does uh, NXT or WWE need to win so badly against AEW? Because it's a real rivalry. But then they right. deny it. And so it's just BS. Like, why can't you just roll out your Tiffany Stratton's and your Braun Breakers and just go about it? Beat, beat NXT with that. Can't do it. Why? No.
2: And that's the thing. So, like Tater points out also, it's Tony Khan's birthday on Tuesday. So, happy birthday, Tony. You might lose to WWE in the ratings. And the weird part as a wrestling fan is that I don't know if we would have gotten into it. No Mercy this weekend. NXT's premium live event was damn good. Yes, and that was is. an NXT roster. And now, like you said, you're throwing out Tuesday night raw and you're gonna get people. Yes, they're like, oh, Cody, I know him. Cena, I know him. So you have to pick a lane. Like, what are you doing? NXT should have been riding a high right now. And now it's like, oh no, sit down, young fellas. We we have a competition to win on Tuesday night.
1: Oh
0: how God. how much of this is also them trying to because they're in the middle of trying to sell all their TV yeah. products. Like we know, you know, they were able, you know, to sell. Smackdown, you know, they're taking away from Fox and USA has has SmackDown now. And the future of NXT on television's a little up in the air, is it not?
1: It like, shouldn't have never it should never been on TV. That was my private little show that I would see <laughs> on <laughs> WWE network quietly. Like I'd turn it on and I'd be like, I know, I don't know. Am I supposed to be watching this? This is great wrestling. It's a great thing. <laughs> like, oh my god, it was it was a little it was a nice kept secret. Then you had those takeovers. Oh, my God. Under AAA, oh. closer, you had to watch every week because, I don't know, it was pro wrestling in a sports entertainment company. It was great. And then, like, I fell off because they changed it, and all of a sudden the studio looked like the Jenny Jones show, and I just didn't want to see it anymore. Then they had, uh, they had wrestlers that just could not work. Couldn't work. Like, okay, I don't want to see this. I want to see Kevin Owens. Yeah, right. like Sami Zayn, guys that can work, veterans from the Indies that came to NXT and made a big difference and a big splash. That's what yeah. I like. Yeah, and but I'm just
0: curious if that's a part of this as they try to figure out if NXT has a future home on television because USA, the money that they spent on SmackDown, it would seem, and we had this discussion when when that news came out a few weeks ago. You know, based on some of the reporting around that, that. Raw and NXT are still out there and who knows what happens with those. So um, to me, I'm, I'm wondering if, okay, are they also putting on the full court press to be like, well, if Turner's out there giving them three shows, you know, three nights a week, granted it ends up being, you know, WWE still has more hours since Raw's a three hour show. But If they're going, well, if they're getting three nights, we got to make sure we have three nights, so we've got to bump this NXT rating against them head-to-head so we can go out to the people we're talking with and saying, well, see, Turner's spending money on them. You should be spending money with us.
2: And remember also there's the talk of Raw possibly moving days and Tuesday probably being the most logical day.
1: i I read this just moments ago as we were talking about this. This this whole Raw and uh, NXT thing, they're going to move to Prime Video, and the matches will be called by Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreit. Oh, good. Yeah, so. You think Al into video. that?
0: Uh, yeah, I think you, you think <laughs> Al will be more into Tuesday night wrestling than Thursday night football? Because right now, he's not very interested in Thursday <laughs> yeah, night football. Yeah. He is collecting checks.
1: Wait until tonight's game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want to see some bad football? Ooh. Wait until tonight's game.
2: Uh you're no well, longer show tonight, hood, so you don't have to watch the bears.
1: Man, can we just keep going until 10? <laughs> <10, 10, 10, laughs> my God. I mean, it's just anything to get away from that nonsense. It has been a rough road. As I as I always tell you, my best hour of the week. <laughs> yeah. No bears talk. It's great. It's, it's the best. No, but you know, but you know, Gabe, and um, I, I think that Brian, the the world is the world's their oyster the wwe didn't go anywhere because they can be able to draw money and i just think it comes down to the highest bidder and uh, if i'm peacock i hold on to wwe as long as possible and put it on the platforms but boy because of raw and because nxt and you, you're right the number is getting higher because they're throwing stars in there they can go anywhere and people will follow them there's this feeling out there in the wrestling inter- you know the internet community like well if you put it on, on in a pay window if you put it in the prime no one's gonna watch. no they'll find a way no bondo will they draw the same crowd? Maybe if they if Raw comes to their hometown, but people love wrestling, they will find it no matter what. And that's why, like, WWE and Brian's active. the
0: living embodiment of finding wrestling anywhere. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. that <guy. laughs> but that's
0: the thing. Like, nights like
2: this is perfect for us as wrestling fans. Because like when I saw originally like Cena and Cody on NXT, I was like, oh well, Dynamite's gonna be one hell of a show. Like dynamite's already enjoyable, but you know Tony's gotta compete a little bit. And like I'll pencil in right now, Brian versus Swerve. That's my match of the week next week. Like, can I work ahead? Like, I'm good to go with those two in the ring. Like, that's what we're gonna get this week.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I, you know, as we you know, as a show, we're kind of out on the ratings, but I think it is fascinating to see how this all materializes between these two companies. I'm really into the tickets lately. That's where I am. Just because because butts it's like downloads for our company for, for good karma. Downloads tell a greater story than the actual Nielsen ratings. We never talk about ratings for our shows because it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't represent how many people listening. Then at the end of the month when we get the downloads for this show and the shows we do in Good Karma, oh, oh, there are people listening. And, a mil- and thousands and thousands and millions of people downloading the shows that we do at Good Karma. So to me, it's interesting to a point because it's head-to-head. But ultimately, I'm looking at ticket sales. That's what I'm been into lately. Like Stockton for AEW. I mean, they're they're averaging three or four thousand people on a Wednesday. I guess I mean, beggars can't be choosers. Get get butts and seats. I just think that for you know for AEW from a ticket standpoint, guys, I just look at it as smaller venues, smaller venues pack it out three four thousand seat arenas instead of these NBA arenas, these NHL arenas. I just don't understand why you try to retrofit three thousand people into a twenty thousand seat arena. I just don't get that. But this is AEW's policy so far, so. Yep.
2: What do we got at number two, Brian? Saturday night at next WWE Premium Live event will take place. It is Fastlane live from Indianapolis. What are you guys most interested in at Fastlane?
0: I'm interested in this tag team event. I'm interested in in what what they're going to do because I have a hard time seeing the Judgment Day lose the tag team titles, but also like Cody doesn't lose, and I don't think you want made event Jay Uso to take the pin this early, or maybe you do. I don't, I, I don't know. I my guess is that Jay ends up eating the pin or it ends up being a pretty schmozzy finish, but I'm curious to see what they do because I don't see Cody and Jay as tag team champions, but also somebody has to lose the match. Somebody has got to be looking up at the lights and taking the one, two, three at the end. And I'm really, I'm, I'm interested to see who that ends up being because Jay's pretty over on Monday nights. Like his music hits, he gets a pretty good pop. He gets the crowd going everybody, you know, and that's a really cool look when he does that away from the camera, the crowds into it. I'm, I'm curious to see who ends up being, you know, if indeed they make Jay take that loss in the tag team match,
1: well, right, you you but you're really interested in the world title match, aren't you? Because I think that and let me tell you, just to just to put a a bow on all of this, Dynamite and Raw guys were terrific this week, absolutely mm-hmm. terrific. I understand it's a go home show for Indianapolis for for Raw. I thought it was a fantastic show. They did some old school mid south stuff from the beginning, what you have a brawl at the beginning of the show, <laughs> not some long promo, just like a brawl. Great, we got a great main event we'll talk about as well that happened on Raw, but I thought that the Rollins Nakamura thing was so bizarre, if nothing else, right? So here's what I need to know: at Fastlane, when 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 Rollins is down, and the ten count is being administered, will we get Sh- Shinsuke on the screen counting, or is that the <laughs> referee? Because that's the most bizarre shit I've ever seen. How did how did Shinsuke on the screen know how to stop at seven? How do you know Shinsuke's <laughs> Ch- in the ring, but yet one, two, three, and he's doing that on the screen, right? I'm like, wait, Chinsuke's there, and he's on the screen there. Now, who? Now what's going on there? Will we get Shinsuke counting to 10 on the screen with him still being in the ring? I don't know. That blew my mind. I don't even do mushrooms. <laughs> I'd, I'd be more interested, I guess, if I thought Shin had actually had a chance. Right.
0: I don't but think But what about him chance. on the
1: screen though? That's <laughs> he's on the screen game. What about that? He's counting 10, and he's not even how is he in two places at once? Explain why did that happen?
2: Wrestling magic. I don't know. Who's <laughs> wrestling magic? Yes.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Like looking at this card, only one singles match is announced: it's Rollins versus Nakamura. CNN LA Knight versus the Bloodline, like Gabe mentioned Judgment Day versus Cody and Jay. EO Asuka Charlotte and then LW over Slashley and Street Profit. If we get a title change, like that would be cool. I don't really see that. I agree with what you're saying. The tag title match.
1: What's main eventing this show? I just, are you, not, can you guys not hear me on the show? Can you, <laughs> hello? Can <laughs> you guys not hearing me? I just told you we saw Wrestling Magic. What the hell <laughs> Hello? Are you guys hearing me? Microphone all right? Hello? I think so. Am I live? <laughs> uh, the world title match. It's Shinsuke Nakamura. What? But if- it's
2: John Cena and the Bloodline. Uh, that's, that's the opener. That's the
0: opener. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. John's <laughs> 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 got things to do. He, just, he ain't hanging I, out in Indy longer than he has to.
2: All He's going to be, in be on NXT this week. He obviously has way too much free time in his life. He's going <laughs> to the Performance Center.
1: He's not going to go to the, the very walkable Indianapolis you know, field house and stick around there all night. Getting me out of here. First match, do an MJF style. Just keep doing the opening match. That's how you do it. Opening match out, get on the plane and get out of there. That's fair. I mean, what what is wrong? So, so what if, let's just say, what if with Nakamura, what if Seth Rollins and this whole back thing is, is real? Is it real? Is this bad? Or are they telling a great story? I think there's
0: an element of truth to it. I think, I mean, when you wrestle that long, you're going to have chronic injuries and he would not be the first to have a chronic back injury. And so I think there's an element of truth to it. And that's what makes good pro wrestling stories in 2023. When you find that element of truth and you're able to sprinkle it in and you can, cause you can make it more real. You know, they always talk about how the best wrestling characters, well, it's just yourself turned up to 11. Well, Okay. So then it would stand to logic that the best wrestling stories that you tell end up being personal to you. And then, you know, you sprinkle in some of that wrestling magic, you turn it up a little bit, but you still have that foundation of realness to you. So it's easier to kind of, you know, connect with that story as that performer, whether we're talking about Seth. And by the way, Shin, I wish they I've done this years ago with Shin, man, like just do this version of Shinsuke Nakamura, give him the subtitles, like, even though you don't understand what he's saying, you can still read what he's saying and the way he delivers it, he's just so confident in his first, you know, initial language that he he knows, like he's just doing tremendous character heel work as, you know, as this version of Shinsuke Nakamura. It's, it, to me, it's the best Shin that we've had in WWE, which is why I'm disappointed that it's just a foregone conclusion to me that he's not going to win.
2: Right, I agree with that. Like, I think if it was someone else, like I might believe that Rollins is gonna drop it, but like, there's still the Vince aspect. Like, I don't think he's gonna look at Nak as a world champion. So I think because of that, like we don't see Rollins drop it just yet.
1: We, I'd love to be surprised.
0: Sure, I would love to be surprised. Like, if I will mark the bleep out if Shinsuke Nakamura <laughs> wins on on Saturday night, I will it's, be so excited.
1: It's just a different Nakamura that you guys just laid out. We just laid out the you got yeah. out the reasons why he should be champion.
0: Yeah, yeah, like I, WWE logic. Mm-hmm. I feel the same way about Shinsuke Nakamura winning over Seth Rollins that I did with Samoa Joe and MJF. Mm-hmm. Like I, I really wanted Samoa Joe just to see what Heat Samoa can do, and plus, like. Again, we've, we've talked about the AEW championship and how it's getting cold because at least they're now at least heating it back up with, with what they're doing with Jay White because Adam Cole's out of the picture. And not that the championship with Seth is cold. It gets featured every week. Mm-hmm. He's got the song. He's super over. But I've always wondered what Shinsuke Nakamura could do as a world champion in WWE because he was so hyped when he came over from New Japan. His battles with, with Bobby Roode in NXT are legendary. And I've always wanted him to have that opportunity on the main roster, and we've never seen it. But we finally found a character where he could do it.
1: Yeah, I I like to be surprised. I like for him to go over and win the championship because the storytelling has been great with it. So so much so that Seth Rollins actually was more of himself. Took the glasses off. Hey, I'm a wild and wacky guy. And Michael Cole said, shut that down. Shut it down. Let's be real. (laughs) You're, you're hanging by a such, thread, a, such you
0: know, a great segment, man. Yeah, like because Cole, I mean,
1: because uh, Cole, Cole's rarely doing interviews anymore. Right. So mm-hmm. I knew it was going to be something special. And Cole told the story of like, dude, you're barely hanging on. Take off the glasses. Cut the character. This is serious, man. You can lose the championship. And then, of course, within the same promo, Cole gets over because he told the story of him only missing two shows in 26 years. What a great what a great accomplishment. I mean, yeah. there is a company guy. The only two times that he did miss is because of his kids' graduation, not sickness. Is because of his kids' graduation. So he's been there I've, every Friday. I've heard, of, or either,
0: I've
1: heard yeah. him do shows while sick, and it's like Michael, buddy, it's okay, take the night off. No, 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 but it's no, it's Vince. There is no sick. Yeah, you, you yeah, you heard the story right about Vince, mm-hmm. like trying to suppress a sneeze and then cussing himself out because he almost sneezed. That's a real story. Like he, you know, like. When someone says, "You know what, Vince? I'm not feeling well." There is no sick. There is no sick. goddammit. What do you mean sick? Get the doctor. Like like the fake doctor that's in the back. The, the <laughs>
0: one that was giving the shot to John Moxley
1: right before he left. <laughs> exactly. He's just exactly. around. No, here's your no gas thing. mask. Go out and yeah. wrestle. There is no sick in WWE, and so that's why Cole's been hanging on. Yeah, we've heard him hardly no voice. Having to do like a Raw SmackDown pay per view Monday night Raw after WrestleMania with hanging on by a thread, there's no sick. So I thought that that was cool that Edge, um, Edge that um Michael Cole got over as well as uh, Seth Rollins got over all in the same segment.
2: Yep. What do we got at number three? All right, we saw on Friday night the return of LA Night after a short time away to quite a pop. Who's the top babyface in the WWE right now?
0: All right, so it's three options, right? It's, it's Cena, it's Cody, or it's LA Knight.
2: Would you throw Rollins
0: in there? I guess you could throw Rollins in there. Um, I mean, we, we don't count The Rock, right? Like, The Rock's not actually there, even though we saw him get the pop. Like, the, the Rock doesn't count.
2: Sure. The one thing I'll throw out also, LA Knight, by the way, September, third straight month, top merch seller in the company. The top five for September, L.A. Night 1, John Cena 2, Cody 3, Rhea Ripley 5, and number four, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Still,
1: my God.
0: <laughs> well, because I bet he gets, because I bought one when they were in Milwaukee. I bought a Milwaukee 316 shirt. Really? You know, like, they've got those. Yeah, they've got those all at every city. Like, that's a, technically a Stone Cold shirt, and I'm sure it sells everywhere they go. You know they, they 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 did it in like a Brewers color. It was like a gold, to blue. I was oh, that's cool. Yeah, you know? Yeah. like so, yeah. Milwaukee three sixteen. Absolutely, I'll do that. So, yeah, shout I I mean that. Shout out to the <laughs> Brewers who can't wow. score runs. Um, Don't worry about it. You were injured. <laughs> that's your fault. Uh, I mean, the pitcher being injured doesn't help you score runs. No, anyway,
1: I, no, I, no, no, I understand. But I mean, it can. Is Craig Council around? You got to stick around with the with the Brewers. His kids are in the schools in the Milwaukee area. Yeah, I I
0: think, okay, apparently this is Brewer's talk and Craig Council, <laughs> I don't think he's going to the Mets, if that's what you're wondering. I do not believe Craig Council is going to end up at the uh, New York Mets. Uh, but I, I think their biggest baby face, as much as I want to say Cody Rhodes, because he's the one that's going to be doing all these shows as well, like they laid out Cody Rhodes this week, like anytime John Cena's around as much as he is right now, it's John Cena. Like Cena is still the top baby face in WWE if he's around this much. Um, and as long as he's showing up every week on either Raw or SmackDown, it's going to be really tough to unseat Cena as the number one babyface.
1: So with this new storyline that Cody Rhodes is in, do you feel like he's gone down a few pegs as far as popularity? This whole thing—it's—it's it's flat. It seems like they're just stretching and just wasting time until Survivor yeah. Series. I don't i personally don't like it. I don't—I don't like this whole thing of, of Cody. I'm going to bring in main event. You know, I'm going to bring in one of the Usos, and it's kind of like. Really? Like, you're just kind of wasting time to me. That's not a hot storyline for me.
2: I I completely agree. Like, Cody feels like he's just spinning his wheels. But, like, I get what you're saying with Cena, but that reaction from Cena of him being like, oh my God, like, I get the team with LA Knight, like him sort of giving that rub. Like, it's LA Knight for me right now. But I see that ending in a few months because I think he's going to be in that spot where. He's not going to be chasing anything like exactly. Maybe he gets fed to Roman at Survivor Series, but like there does come a point where like there's an expiration on this right now.
1: Too bad we can't get a LA Knight Gunther situation happening.
2: Yeah, even that. Like, I'd be cool. Like, if LA Knight's the one to end Gunther's run,
1: that would be great for him. Just challenging for it, right? Just just challenging for it. Just a a fresh opponent, right? Uh That's all. I mean, I don't know if LA Knight can, it can hang with Gunther, quite frankly. I don't know.
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he can. Just get his chest
0: chopped to oblivion. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So, again, it just keeps coming back to John Cena. And maybe it's unfair because in the short sprints that he now has with the company, like when they did the Summer of Cena, I think that was two or three years ago now, coming right out of the pandemic, or whatever run they have going on now, for however long he's – it's just going to feel fresh. Whereas for Cody – it's just not fresh. Like you said, they're spinning their wheels. And the other thing about Cody is he's going to be in limbo until we know for sure or not, if Dwayne's showing up at WrestleMania 40,
1: because I was going to say the promo he had on Monday was kind of awkward. It just it wasn't. They've it wasn't. done that a
0: couple times with him, yes. where they like yeah. instead of doing the backstage interview because they want the crowd to pop and do the woe with his theme music, yeah. so they do the interview out in front of everybody, even though it ends up being just a thirty second like backstage interview. They're just they're they're wasting time because they've got three hours to fill on Monday night. But I think that adds to it because we've talked about it this
2: show about keeping guys special. There are Mondays where we see Cody three times on that show.
1: That's true. I like, just I just that's don't a like lot. Uh, Brian, I just don't like the storyline that he's in right now. Sure, that's it. That's all. I just so I, I guess the answer to the question uh, is is Cena, but I think the LA Knight's very close. But the Cena thing is because when people know that Cena's coming to town, it solidifies a sellout. Yeah. People want to mm-hmm. see Cena because it just shows you, man. It's the old expression in wrestling: "How can I miss you if you never go away?" Right, That's the old expression, right? And so people got tired of Cena. It was, wrestling was not cool when Cena was the champion. I mean, he had big match John, beating everybody, never losing matches. If he lost matches, he'd get his title right back. People got tired of They were resenting him, booing him. No boos for Cena now because he's been no. away for a long time. So that's what makes him right now the top babyface because... When he comes to town, it's sellouts every time. He can go on the road and still be able to sell tickets. But I think LA Knight's a very close second. Now, again, it's all about the booking. You could tell that WWE believes LA Knight, but not yet. Right. It's very Brian Danielson. It's very uh, Chris Benoit, very CM Punk, where it's like, you could be the guy, but not really the guy. Right. That's kind yeah. of how I feel about LA Knight.
0: Yeah, where they're just kind of okay. We'll see how long you can do this for, and if you if you get to a certain point, then maybe we'll put you over. It's Same thing. I mean, because Sammy was at the beginning of the year, Sammy was super over. They cool him off, right? Yeah. And now he's him and Ko have been relatively cool the last couple of weeks, and that's just kind of the cyclical nature of WWE outside of the top like guys. But yeah, again, like I that think feels part of, like
2: where LA Knight will be a year from now. What we see with Sammy and Ko. Yep, like they're mm-hmm. just guys.
1: And by the way, Cena knows how to work the audience. As soon as LA Knight, as soon as LA Knight comes down, he signs the contract. Cena's, oh, I get to work with LA. Oh, you're the ones to start, John. We're just trying to get the rub. I I wish John would turn heel on LA Knight. That'd be great. (laughs) (laughs) Everything I've been waiting for, for 20 years, (laughs) it just turned heel on him. Now you got something, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: And to your point about Cody also, like he is going down that Cena path. Like, as they continue to shove him down our throats, as they continue to not have him lose, it's getting to that point that when he wins that title, it's not going to be as special as it was a year ago. And, like, there's going to be resentment from the fans.
0: Well, he's uh, – I, I guess I'm – I don't think he's winning the title.
1: Who's that? Cody. Uh, Cody. He, he, well, he got, he's got to finish the story at some point.
0: <laughs> Four years from now? Yeah. It's sure. a long
1: book. <laughs> War and Peace? Yeah. Who the hell's writing this? It's WWE. He's writing it. That's why it's <laughs> going to take all that time. Again, we've gone through the history of the Rhodes and the McMahons. Yeah. We've gone through that story for a long time, guys, where Vince Sr., Vince Jr. never really believed in Dusty Rhodes being the champion. It's like, ah, I can't have that guy representing the championship. And now here's his son, Cody. And it definitely, Dustin wasn't going to win. Right, That's why no. they made him gold dust. Like, yeah, we're not giving that guy any. As high as he gets, as the Intercontinental Champion. No, he'll never be. So now here's Cody, popular. But he's going to have to wait because there's still this underlying knife in the back with the McMahons in the road. It's a real thing. It is. It's not with Triple H, but it is with Vince for whatever reason. And Vince is still real around. Yeah, yeah, it's a real thing. And by the way, you mentioned, bro, it's uh, Ripley. You said she was fifth on the list? She's
0: fifth on that list, yeah. Well, so it's the crazy, because she's in a heel faction. Yes. And yet when she comes out on Monday Night Raw, she's getting the biggest cheers, right? right? Like, again, it, and I know we've talked about this for, for a while, but the juxtaposition of her being in the on-screen relationship with Dom-Dom and her getting cheered and him just opening his mouth to say a word and getting drowned out by booze is... One of the more fascinating things going on in pro wrestling currently that she is super over and he is, well, I mean, he's over as well as yeah. a heel, but, but like they're in the same faction. They're together. They're on screen all the time. And yet one gets cheered. The other gets booed.
1: I, I think there's a lot of fans, especially men that love that sexy goth chip thing. Yeah, I do. I, do. I think that that's the case. Cause you look at what we saw on Monday night, right? She speaks. She doesn't get booed like that. Damien voice no. gets booed like that. Dom gets booed like that. But when she speaks, there is this cheers or this adoration that she's hot, including Jey Uso, who also wants a piece, yes. apparently. That was very <laughs> awkward and odd. Yeah. That was weird. She's Could
2: hot. Jay get on this list Like as they continue to push him more? Who? Jey Uso. Main event Jay.
1: Oh,
0: sure. I mean, if sure. In, in in a month month and a half maybe if he continues to get the push, yeah, I think he's got a possibility of of getting there.
1: But again, they're all, yeah, they're all going to be able to to make their own individual merch. I think that's true. Like this, like uh, Solo will have his, Heyman will have his, <laughs> <Like> they <laughs> USO separately will have theirs. I think that's what's going to happen. They're going to have their own individual merch, and I think it'll be fine. What do we have this week in news
2: and notes, Brian? Alrighty, let's start with Fightful reporting that Mustafa Ali was set to become North American champion at NXT No Mercy before being released. It would have cost Dragon Lee against Dom Dom on Raw to set up a triple threat match. Instead, it was Trick Williams winning the title on Saturday, who then lost it three days later on Tuesday.
0: Um interesting interesting booking decision there. B this yeah. poor guy, man. Like I, I feel <laughs> like this guy just so close all the time. You know he gets injured, that leads to Kofi Mania. Now, oh, okay, he, he's going to get into the mix. Shawn Michaels likes him, and they're using NXT talent. Both, you know, on on Tuesdays, on Mondays, on Fridays, like they're having this interchanging of the roster a little bit right now. And he gets released, like yeah. an opportunity to get over and be involved with one of the more dominant storylines on the main roster of the bloodlock, blood, or excuse me, of of um, Judgment Day. Yeah, and then he gets. Hosted.
2: I remember also the reports last week were that NXT was caught off guard by his release. So good communication
1: there. Yeah, Sean didn't know. Right. Sean <laughs> didn't know. He, he's, he's, he's trying to recreate the Attitude Era. So he was not privy to those meetings, apparently. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, as we always say, some of these independent wrestlers, and they could be able to make a mint away from wwe and i think Ali. and again i as we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago he had some a great vignette or two he put out on social i'm like you can't put that guy over but there's always been issues Ali's wanted his release for two years now and so now you know what he'll make top dollar uh in the indies and i think that it could be aw could be impact but i think that he could still be able to help some company because he's so talented
2: Injury update: Adam Cole says on Twitch he will need two surgeries on his ankle. He'll have four screws and a plate inserted as part of the recovery. Said so it's the most painful injury he's ever had.
1: Damn. Okay, so Gabe, here's the question with this: So when can we expect to return? That sounds serious. So that sounds yeah. like almost a year.
0: Yeah, so I was about to say eight to ten months at best. If so you're if you have that- two surgeries on your ankles with that much hardware in there.
1: Okay, so does that keep MJF a babyface for the next year?
0: So, again, this all comes down to he says he doesn't have a contract for 2024, so the bidding war of twenty-four is still on, which means at some point he's got to drop the ROH titles, which means at some point he's got to drop the AEW championship. And if he is the one behind the attacks Jay White, he's no longer a babyface. Right.
1: Well, we got to bring it up again because we're one of the first shows to bring it up in wrestling media. Don't forget the power of Cody Rhodes as the Pied Piper. Yep. As, as people are pissed off in AEW, I'm not saying this across the board, but there's a few talent, I'm sure, sitting in catering that want to be part of the show. They're like, wait, I can't get on ROH. I can't get on Rampage. I can't get on Dynamite. I can't get on Collision. So why am I here? There's the Pied Piper and Cody Rhodes that has the ear of, of Triple H to say, hey, this Jade Cargill, she's really the real deal. She's a great worker. Hey, and, and don't be surprised if there's a conga line of AEW talent that's underutilized and go to the WWE. Now that the hiring freeze is over, I think that we're going to be seeing more of that. And I think we'll see more crossovers, as a matter of fact.
0: Well, with, with MJF, obviously he's not being underutilized. But I, I I just have a feeling that right now he's under contract with AEW through 24. Like I, I it, His portion of the um, post-WrestleMania scrum which was like a two-hour-long press conference. Unbelievable. Um, But I really enjoyed his part. Like, he – it was the most real I've seen MJF in terms of talking about his excitement about Adam Cole, his excitement about the company as AEW as a whole, you know, like, joking with Tony Khan. It just – it feels like he's in a really good spot on the roster right now. And I guess I just – with him holding on to two championships currently, I would be shocked – if he wasn't actually under contract for 2024, but maybe I'm way off and I'm just misreading the situation. You never know. I mean, Cody Rhodes again, like they, they didn't get the Cody deal done and he was working on a handshake deal toward the (laughs) end of his time at AEW. So they have been irresponsible with contracts in the past. Maybe that's what they're doing again here, but it just kind of has a feel of the way he talked about the roster and calling it the best roster ever assembled in the history of professional wrestling. Like I, 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 I have a hard time believing that MJF is not under contract, but maybe he is. I have I, who knows.
1: Well, let's go to the to uh, YouTube. YouTube dot com. Go to Good Karma Wrestling. Hit that subscribe button. James says that anyone th- that uh, doesn't believe that MJF hasn't signed an extension already is a damn fool. MJF is already locked up. Well, after twenty twenty four, if MJF leaves AEW, uh, AEW is dead. Well, the last part's not true. Yep, it's not like if, if MJF leaves, AEW will be fine. There won't be a drop off of MJ because the train keeps rolling, whether it's former WWE stars or if you're elevating AEW stars, that the AEW will not die. That's one thing. The only thing that will kill AEW is AEW internally. That's one thing, first, and the second thing is, is that that's not been reported. I think that one of the three of us would know whether or not an extension has been made by AEW, even uh-huh. if it was in secret. Nothing is in secret in wrestling. We would have had the reports that MJF has signed an extension. And again, that sounds good in you know, for a conjecture. That is not the case at this point in time.
2: Yeah, I just feel like with him right now, like him as a baby face, it's working. And he doesn't need the tag titles. Like, I honestly would have been fine with him dropping it on Sunday to The Righteous, even though. Well, you,
0: know, the, yeah. you might as well just release The Righteous now because yeah, they're dead. Right. <laughs> Do what I'm saying, man? Pour one
1: out. Pour one out, pour, pour it out for the righteous. <laughs> <laughs> I, they're over with me. I just wish they didn't get embarrassed like that. I mean, that's... It that could be something, you know? They'll be but. here in Boca Raton
2: Championship Wrestling in November. Just saw that promo yesterday. Uh, is Vincent coming on? Did you book him? Ah, we can work on that. I can reach out.
1: <laughs> I dig him. I'll buy his merch. Really? He's okay. very interesting. Yes. I find it very... So, like,
2: if you take the tag titles off him, keep him as a babyface champion, like that still works for MJF. Also, I'm fine with Jay White winning the title. So, like, they're in a weird spot with him, whether he has the title or not.
1: You want that title off of him, don't you? Yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> what? Ah! What? <laughs> what? He, wants, the title what? Off. he <laughs> wants Jay White. Hey, <laughs> that Bullet Club gold thing's over. I get it.
0: Bang, bang, Hood.
2: gang. Put
1: <laughs>
0: I didn't realize that Rhodes had two words for us. Guns up. Wow. Yeah. How about that? Wow. Like we were, we were calling for this weeks ago hood and he was fighting us on it. He was fighting us on it. And here he is.
2: Oh, I've seen enough. Like the Adam Cole stuff is good. But like, if he's out for like, you said a minimum of eight months, like there's not much we can do here. I need juice Robinson as a co-world champion. Like let's run with that.
1: That guys, Juice guy's Robinson, insane. Yeah, he's insane. insane. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> Juice Robinson is insane. Everybody want to know what Julia Illinois is like? It's Juice Robinson. <laughs> that's who he is. That's what. That's what Julia Illinois is. That's a, a, he is so Southwest suburbs, out of his mind, out of his mind. That's who. That's what that is. I said when I see him now, and that like, yep, Southwest suburbs Chicago. That's him. Holy smokes. He wants
2: MJF to lose. I just feel like there's nothing like he's chasing right now. Like him as a babyface chasing could be entertaining.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's got the scumbags behind him. Yeah. It's, it's a thing, right? I just want him to defend more. That matchup sure. against Jay White is going to be really good. Well, we always say that, right? Get in the ring It'll be fine. It's going to be mm-hmm. great. But, you know, Jay White, just the way that thing's happening, they need some gold, man. They're over. Yeah, that's great.
2: Elsewhere in news and notes of the former AEW World Champion CM Punk, of course, always being talked about. Josh Alexander, in an interview with What Culture, says he would quote, absolutely bring CM Punk into impact. Bully Reyes said the same thing that Punk would elevate the product.
0: <laughs> well, I, well, look, look, I mean, they're not wrong. Right, right. He I mean, visited because, I remember, he was backstage
2: that one night not, in not Chicago. Like, like,
0: I don't think it's actually happening. But I'm saying, CM Punk on Impact would elevate Impact. Yeah, that that cannot be disputed. That he would elevate Impact.
1: That is correct. But like, that's, again. With with the three weeks of TV behind, I already know what happens. That's the problem. Well, Cody, T. we T. talked
2: Punk. about it with Adam Copeland. Can you give me a list of uh, dream opponents for Punk and Impact? You got anything for us?
1: <laughs> no. Uh, Kenny King. Okay. okay. Guess, like, okay. We got that. Um, Bully Ray. <laughs> uh, Josh Alexander. Josh Alexander. Hold on. Impact Trinity. Oh, yeah. I've been learning this. Bound for coming here in a couple weeks. I've been learning wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Osprey's working that show, so you can get him in. Oh, uh, he would kill Punk. Are you kidding me? Yeah, was, was one bullet. The one like one was that blade to the back. Oh, the hidden yeah. blade. A uh, hidden blade. uh hold on. Impact <laughs> wrestling roster. All right, let's put the glasses on. See <laughs> who's uh, who's on this roster. Go ahead, Brooks. Who's on the roster?
2: Uh, Trinity's there. Uh
1: Uh-huh. Mickey Uh James.
2: Mickey James.
1: Mickey and (laughs) Punk could be good. (laughs) I'd be into that. That's a dream match right there. Yeah.
0: Me Punk against Mickey James. I I think I know more about the women's roster at Impact than I do the men's. That's for sure. That's the draw at Impact. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I was about to say, between Mickey and Trinity, like, I mean, do they have bigger stars than those two on the men's side? I do not think they do.
1: We can go all day on the women's roster. Like I'll give you I'll give you some thoughts on Diana Perazzo. I mean that's that's yeah. Yeah, Another Yeah, she's over. Yeah. I Frankie mean,
2: Kazarian's there. You want to see him versus
1: punk? No. Maybe on one of their TVs. <laughs> Alex Shelley. <Yeah>. Uh-huh. Tommy Schremer. <laughs> <Sure. Dreamer. laughs> hey, Sirius XM, if you're watching or listening, never team me with that guy on the radio. Thank you. <laughs> And finally,
2: in news and notes, <laughs> Wrestling Observer reporting that the current plan for Crown Jewel on Saturday at November 4th, Roman versus Cena. I haven't
1: seen that one before. Oh, Joe Hendry. He's over. I like him a lot. I like Joe Hendry. What about Jonathan Gresham and CM Punk? Oh, boy. Ooh, that's That ends
0: poorly for one of those people. Yeah, there'd be some
1: pouting in that match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's... C.O. Punk's going to be like, look it down, like, collar and elbow tie-up, let's tie-up, and you got to go all the way down to the mat just to tie-up <laughs> with him. God almighty, Gresham's a little guy. Yeah. Uh, um, what, now? what was that? Roman versus Cena. Roman, the crown Cena. Jewel.
0: Yep, get pumped. So okay. that just tells me that this time around – so they've, they've kind of alternated with the crown jewel or in the different events they've done in Saudi of you have to pay attention, you don't have to pay attention, where it almost happens in almost like a, a – an alternate reality of everything else that's going on in WWE. You know what I'm saying? Like when they, yeah. when they bring HBK out of retirement and they do brothers of destruction versus DX. And it's like, okay, that has no bearing on what I'm watching week to week. And I don't need to watch those four embarrass themselves. Um, mm. Like this, this screams to me of, okay, we have to have Roman there. We've got Cena under contract. All these people know who Cena is. This is the biggest match we could possibly do for that audience. So, I'll watch. But if you're a if you're somebody who's a diehard WWE fan, it's probably one you could skip.
2: Right, See, like that's one of those things that says you're okay watching college football instead.
1: Santino Marella against CM Punk. That's what I want. <laughs> that's what I want. <laughs> I want the snake. Yeah, you know, he pulls it out of his pants if you're part of the expression. Right against CM Punk. That's what you want. That's right, the commissioner, Santino Morello. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> That's it for news and notes.
0: All right. Try to keep this as brief as possible. <laughs> Matches of the week, gentlemen. Matches of the
1: week. I'll keep it brief because we can go another hour on this because wrestling was fantastic. The last second seven, week
0: eight, in a row that we're saying this, by the way.
1: Brother, it, it's been. it's. It, it, it's not a complaint i want to make sure those that are listening it's not a complaint i'm just saying that wrestling is at a fever pitch across the board it's amazing it's hard to narrow down the best matches because they're all very good uh aussie open against ftr yeah, at and No green no because uh, i am a a, rest, a tag team mark so outstanding classic
0: tag match. team match classic tag team match
1: Unfortunately, Danielson
0: Davis
2: gets, gets hurt uh, in that match. He broke his wrist, so he's gonna be out for a little bit.
1: And you saw it like it when it happened, right? Yeah. So he uh-huh. immediately like he his stopped wrist. using it. Yeah. Uh, God. Physical style. Again,
0: these guys just. But Danielson right, Daniel's like are breaking going. an arm. This guy's like, okay, well, I guess I just can't use this wrist. We'll still figure it out. <laughs> oh, I mean. okay, cool.
1: Physical style. Uh, yeah, that's what yeah. it is. I mean. You don't see see Miz doing that against Drew McIntyre, do you? (laughs) Okay. All right. So Danielson against Zack Sabre Jr. I need to see that match again.
0: Yep. I I think we're going to. Well, yeah, I was about to say, the way they teased it at the end of, well, he took him out with a strike. We don't know who the best technical wrestler in the world is. That hints to me that we're going to get a home game for Sabre, and they're going to do that in New Japan. Maybe, maybe they do it at Wrestle Kingdom, and Brian Danielson gets to have that dream come true.
2: And Sabre said it. He cut a promo on social. He said, like, yeah, you you beat me with a strike. You're not technical. Like, let's do it on my turf now. Mention Japan. So sign me up. We need to join. uh,
0: Oh, God. Bless America. Are we going to have to do that again? We are.
2: I guarantee Hood
1: hasn't
0: canceled yet.
1: (laughs) No. (laughs) No. No, I've not. For
0: those for those new to the program, we all separately subscribed to New Japan World last year, so we could watch Wrestle Kingdom, uh-huh. and then had trouble figuring out how to unsubscribe right. because, well, the the website's in Japanese.
2: Yeah, so we still have three months to learn Japanese, though. So we've got that going for us. I we can't. got some time.
1: You can't unsubscribe if the if the description is in Japanese. I don't know what to hit. I don't know.
0: Help! Hood Hood subscribed three more times at this point by trying to unsubscribe. He's got three different ones now. He's a member of their dojo. He just doesn't know at (laughs) this (laughs)
1: point. And I'm getting complaints down the hall. What is this in Japanese? Is this Japanese porn? No, it is not. It's wrestling. Well, <laughs> how do I know? Well, because it is. It's <laughs> <of> hand, dude. <laughs> Tiffany Stratton against Becky Lynch and No Mercy.
0: Oh! Good for oh! you, Hud. Good for you. Oh! Not only, like, man, Hood just sneaking up because he's the ROH guy on the show, uh-huh. and suddenly he's tuning in
1: for No Mercy. It's it's main. Here's the thing about NXT. I don't know how Rhodes does it, if it's a main roster person, I'm curious. I like to know, like, like Becky Lynch against... Tri- I saw it the first time it was great. This time was a banger as well. This was a great match between those two. I'll, I'll add Dragunov against Carmelo Hayes because Dragunov won the NXT championship. But, I mean, for a show that's supposed to be, oh, it's NXT, they're, they're in Bakersfield. They did a great job, those guys. But, it, but it's, it ends up being main roster talent against the kids. Sure. And it's, it works, now, the rest of it, I fast forward to the rest of it. I just went to the, to the end. I didn't watch the whole show.
2: See, that's the thing. Like, there was enough buzz on social, and like, friends were like, hey, you need to watch the show. I watched that whole show. It's the first takeover I watched all of in God knows how long. But like, so like, I don't have those, didn't make the cut for me for my three. I'd say overall honorable no. mention to No Mercy. Yeah. Because I say hey, Carmelo versus Dragonoff was a better match than Becky versus Stratton. Carmelo Hayes is the dude. I just think they'll waste him on the main roster. But every time he's in a match, the guy can go. Yeah. Uh, what so else my three, yeah. I also had Brian versus Sabre Jr. I go Swerve versus Hangman. And Swerve getting the win makes it that much better for me. Like, he finally got an opportunity to win that big match. So that was a lot of fun. And then I saw you tweeting about it, Hood. I'm surprised you didn't mention it. Chomper versus Gunther from Monday. Yep. They Great gave him time, and, like, they just went at it. Like, Gunther... He deserves his flowers for this IC title run. Yes. Well,
0: especially because like anytime he's been defending it on television, he had those great, you know, matches with yeah. Chad Gable. Now he had the one with Champa. Again, WWE having their own issues with a little bit of a runover so he didn't yeah. quite get all of um Johnny Gargano I mean, returning on yeah. So you didn't quite get all of that. You had to watch most of that on social media, but that was I had that on my list and then Ray versus Nick last night. What? Um Great way to start off, um, dynamite. I mean, I Danison versus Saber, FTR versus Aussie Open, also on my list. Like those were, in a, in a night that was really good for matches. Like those were the two that stood out at Wrestle
1: Dream. It's yep. just insane. Like I could, we could keep going because <laughs> there's so much good wrestling. Like again, not a complaint, but I had to cut off at three at some point. Um, th- the whole thing with with Champa and uh, Gunther was a swerve on the audience, right? Because yeah. you thought, for sure, that's fast lane, right? It's no yes. or next week. This is one of the rare times in wrestling. It's like, this signing is for the big event. Nah, let's do it tonight. Nah, it's not going to happen tonight. No, right. it's happening tonight. <laughs> it rarely happens in wrestling, but that was the main event. They gave him plenty of time. Ciampa and, and Gunther, they delivered. That's why Raw, I thought, was fantastic on Monday.
2: Yeah, like, we've seen that story plenty of times. Like, oh, we're doing it tonight. Like, oh, someone got attacked. Like, we're not doing it tonight. Yeah. They did they it that
1: night. <laughs> yeah, they swerved the audience. It was great. Yep. Yeah. And so and, again. Yeah. Just yeah. good
0: storytelling with with bringing Gargano back. Like I'm I'm interested in for the first time on the main roster, the future of Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah. Hopefully
2: that works out.
1: <laughs> that is that's the hope, right? That's definitely the hope. And I thought Russell Dream overall, you knew it was going to deliver. You know, yeah. it's just like all of it was great. And Brian, to your point. You know, Swerve against Hangman. I don't know what that does for Hangman, but Swerve is on the way up. Yes. He's on the way up. And that, that – never mind about the faction. Put that to the side. Just Swerve himself, though. It, he's on the way up. Now, I don't know if that means a title match. You're just going to discard Prince Nana like that? Are you kidding me? Nah, he's the manager. But, like, Cage always losing <laughs> yeah. and, like, yeah. you know, the ROH guy. Get him out of there. I'm, I'm talking about, like, that, that Swerve Strickland should have a title on him in the next six months or less.
2: Well, I'll throw it out there now. I think he beats Brian on Tuesday night. Wow.
0: I think wow. that makes more sense. Yes. That's But a real I mean. Push. I
2: guess it's for the TNT titles. So like, if Brian's number one contender, his dad has passed away. Like, you've got a story there. <laughs> Oh my God! But I think Swerve wins. I,
0: I, I oh love, my God. I love how that's we're thinking about this with the Christian Cage character, whose dad is dead. I don't know Christian about Swerve's Cage's parents. Can go yeah.
1: I mean, could you imagine Tony Khan going up to his wrestlers and go, "Hey, um, is your dad dead? I'm just wondering because we're gonna get a program with you and Christian. Your dad died. Is he dead? Is he dead? Is he dead? Is he dead? Oh no." <laughs> <laughs> and 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 that dynamite show. Let me tell you something. I don't know who's producing it, boy, but that's a that's a different show that I've been watching the last three <laughs> years. Holy smokes! Uh, shout out to Tony Storm. Shout out to her. That yes. she is must watch right now. She's in a semi main spot. She pretty much was in the main event, right? That was the main yeah. event on Wednesday. That was that. That was it the was. last match. Yeah. Uh, yeah before then, er, er, er in sky blue. Oh my God! Timeless Tony Storm. Fantastic. <laughs> Have you- have you ever seen a wrestler throw to break? I've never seen that. I've been watching wrestling for years. I've never seen when someone throw it to commercial and be accurate. Right. Oh, An Excalibur's God. reaction, like, oh, all right,
2: I guess we're going to break.
1: <laughs> it was great, man. Great timing. She uh-huh. was fantastic. Her lipstick's all over the place. She looks like she's a, a wrestler, like, you know, from the 1950s. I love that. The, the, the Hobbs coming out of nowhere. What yeah, the hell yeah. is this now? Now he steps up to yet another level. Is he part of Don Callis's family? He's not just toiling in the, in the mid-card. He stepped up now. And I said, wow. Now, again, different. Love it. Him versus Jericho was, Tuesday night. It was great. Fantastic. I love what they're doing with the show. Now, it, it's a different show, guys. I'm telling you. Different show than we saw even a year ago. I don't know what they're doing. I don't, and hopefully Tony's not involved. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's
0: great We'll have plenty of things to talk about next week We'll have a fast lane recap Who's going to win in the battle on Tuesday With en- with uh, Tuesday Night Raw Basically what NXT is becoming And with Title Tuesday for AEW So many great things happening in the world of professional wrestling And hopefully we have like more matches like this Again, this is the second week in a row Where it's been tough, I think, for all of us Man. to narrow it down To just three And hopefully we have more of that coming up next week right here on GKW.